listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by Chloe Fisher and myself, Elodie Pullen. Join us as we blindly navigate and unpack the raw and often unspoken experiences of womanhood, grief, friendship, and everything in between. Encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful, we've made a promise for ourselves to find our shine and build a life of triumph and joy. Darling Shine is your survival kit to the unexpected shit life throws at you. Hello, Shalink. I don't know if I can deal with that. <laughs> it just like fell people out. People that don't know, Shelling. people that have come on board and this is their first episode that they've ever listened to, they're like, have no idea what you're talking about. It's just hello, darling, then that turns into hello, darling, and then obviously darling turns into shalink. Right. Okay. So it's just an evolution. Like, you know, we started calling each other doll and then that turned into dollop, which turned into scallop, which turned into trollop, and just... I can't say I ever got on that bandwagon. I accepted it's, being called it, but I, I'm it's not. It's called right. the Dolapino language. You need to get fluent. Okay. All right. On you another don't speak note, Dolapino. No, I don't speak Dolapino. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, on another note, which is a very exciting announcement we have for us, not you guys, but if you remember two episodes ago, we, I did a little party trick with an Alan snake where I tied a snake in my mouth into a knot and I've always done that and I th- I don't know, even know how She's I learned. very talented. Anyway. A very lucky boy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but the brand manager from Alan's Snake actually got snake, snake, actually got in contact with us about three minutes after that episode aired and has offered us a lifetime supply of snakes. You're kidding. Yeah, not kidding. Yeah, within like a second he was onto it. Love that for us. We're going to turn into I'm an out Alan here trying snake. to get a Macca's Spono, but we'll go with the, with the little snakelets. Yes, yes. Um, but we also realised that we haven't spoken much about Min and Tonic and, Min and she's tonic. the newest member. We're now a party of three, co-parenting. Co-parenting our <laughs> little family, co-parenting. our little ministry of sound. For those of you that don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about my daughter, Minnie. So she's now nearly four, no, she'd be nearly five months now. Um, and so, yeah, we're settled she's in back girl. home. Yeah, she's a big, big, big boy. When we um, got home from being in Sydney for like three and a half months or whatever it was, came home and, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit like, whoa, because like she wasn't really like a big a big girl back then when we left she was like fresh out the womb so now we've come back and she's just like wow we're home this is really cool this house <laughs> I'm just imagining what's going through Minnie's <laughs> head I've got a big room I've got a cot like you know so she's in routine now kind of we're trying to get her in a bit of a routine and Chloe's been a really awesome co-parent um but I'm a bit I'm a bit more of the like the lenient co-parent oh. like we're we're trying to um we're trying like to self-settle. Self-settle. And I just I just feel like I just know in her cry sometimes, like sometimes there's nah. like a scream, but then sometimes there's like a scream where you're like, she's dropped the dummy or like it's like a scream mm. for help. And I like, I'll just like stop. sneak in the room and like put the dummy in or I'll yeah. like give her a little pat or a little cuddle and then, then she goes to sleep. But I have to do it without Elle knowing because I'm breaking the self-settle <laughs> Because I'm like, okay, self-settle. We're going to do it for eight minutes. If she's still screaming after eight minutes, we'll go in there. But Chloe at like one minute goes in there. And I'm like, I don't want her to turn into that kid that when they fall over, they're like absolutely sweet, but then they want a little bit of attention. So they just start screaming when they're absolutely fine. Like Min and Tonic is not doing that. Oh, well, don't worry. I won't be here for long. So <laughs> you'll have the rest of the year off from me. Nah, You can close. do your own parenting then. Yeah, but it's so cute because, like, whenever she screams, whenever someone else is holding her and she starts squawking, they're like, oh, she must have a belly ache. And I'm like, no, it's just the witching hour. She's absolutely fine because she's smiling one second, screaming the next, smiling one second, screaming the next. Yeah, we went for a drive the other day to um, one of the venues that we were checking out for our live events oh. here on the Gold Coast and she literally screamed for, like, what? She didn't like the venue. She, no, did, she did not like the venue. <laughs> we liked it, but she wasn't a fan. So we have to like do a little vote. No, yeah, she's look, she's just babies cry. Majority and, rules, sorry, Minnie. Yeah, so is Min. But my midwife said to me, like, babies cry, don't you know, that's just their way of communicating. So I've never stressed too much about her crying, but you know, other people don't like listening to a squawking kid. So you're a bit like when other people are around, I'm like, oh, we'll sort her, you know, like Minnie, it's okay. But then when it's just me, I'm like, we're just I just talk back to it. We just have a good old chat. I reckon she's five months, she's probably about to start having a chat. <laughs> she does. She lays there with her little hands crossed in her lap and like I'm like, Plotting. what are you 
thinking? Plotting things. It's what really funny being back because um, like now, now, yeah, now I'm back and we've got f- other friends that have newborns. So, and now that me and Minnie have gotten to know each other a little bit more, like we're like best friends now. Like I've got, we've gotten to know each other and my, you know, it's like, I'll be like to our other friends that have a newborn that's similar age, like, does your one do this? And like, nah, does your one do this? Like we're talking about like little, she's like a, my model, the the mini 2000 does this. <laughs> it's so cute. They're just like these little, like little robot things that you just got to feed, poo, change. So she's enjoying being home. She's loving it. She's settling in okay? She, yeah, yeah. She's loving her little room, her little cot. She's just such a little legend and, like, I just I just want to be able to, like, just tell Chump, like, how good she is and just I just want him, her, him to just know how fucking epic she is because she's just thing perfect. About is she's just every single day she's looking more and more like him. Like, you did not get. You did not I didn't get a, get a look in at the moment, eh? No. She literally, if you just put a little moustache on her, it's him. <laughs> so in Halloween we definitely need to dress her up as chumpy. 100%. At the Olympics and we'll, in like we'll a little put a little, little beanie on her head and make oh sure God. the ears are untucked like he liked yes. it. It's and a little like snowboard twins. on her. Oh, my God, Scary. cute with a little Red Bull hat. Yes. Red Bull, if you're listening, get a little mini hat for mini. <laughs> oh, my God, cute. But, yeah, look, I think he knows. I think he's with us. I think he's – look, Rebecca, you saw that psychic who said that Chump was, like, right beside yeah. us and, yeah. you know, he's helping bring her up without, like, physically – sometimes knows. I'm a bit like, mm, he, you know, I'm physically doing the, the hard work but he's maybe, like, doing you know, her brain. He's maybe, like, you know, like working with her brain, like, you know. Brain training. Sometimes, like, yeah, brain training. Sometimes I see her – her like eyes, like it's just she looks busy sometimes in her head. Is what I'm booked trying to say. She's booked and busy up there. Got so. a bit of admin, <laughs> bit of admin for the prime minister. With International Women's Day just passed, we thought we would do an episode on friendship. Friendship. All right, friendship episode, darling. We love friends. Friendship. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to introduce the episode. <laughs> friendship episode. Rummy's looking at me like, what the fuck, mum, shut up. Um, <laughs> we have a pretty cool girl group from school. We're very, look, we're very lucky and it's not, not like a lot of people don't have this large group that they've still stayed intertwined with like 10 years after we've graduated from school. And most of them are in Sydney. We're up on the Goldie and we're still all pretty good friends. Um, Obviously, there's friends within the group, like like better friends within the group and groups within the group, like subgroups. But, yeah, I'd say we're pretty lucky. Hey, Chloe. Yeah, I guess we like and this episode as well, like we're going to we, we we kind of thought that we'd started off by talking a little bit about our group. Um, so you can kind of understand the dynamics a little bit because whenever we ask uh, you guys what you want to hear about, the number one question that we get asked is we want to know about friendships, your group, you guys seem as though you've got such a big group, like you all seem as though you love each other very dearly, like which we obviously do. Um, but we thought we'd debunk it a little bit and talk about the different dynamics and then we wanted to talk about the different types of friends and also answer, answer some questions that you guys had in relation to friendships. Uh, but to start things off, I thought that we would speak about the different dynamics within our group. There's mm. most of like, look, most of our friends that we have in our group are from school, which is, it is pretty crazy because we've been out of school for how, like what year did we, we finished school in 2009 yeah. Um, I can't, I'm not very good at maths. <laughs> what year are we in now? 2022. <laughs> it's been like 13. Wow. This is 13 years. Fuck, we're old. And, yeah, we all still do keep in touch. Isn't that wild? That's wild. I mean, like we are all. years. I still feel like I yeah. just left school only a few Same. years ago. Like what the hell has happened in the last 13 years? Like what have we actually done? Like, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure the other day I was like, oh, it's your 21st soon to someone. And they were like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's my 30th, you idiot. And I was like, oh, duh. I just still feel like we're really young. Fully. Like, wow. I like um, 21. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so it's crazy to think that we, have, we haven't we have been at school for all those years, mm. but we have almost like 99% of us have all stuck together. And I was just saying to Elodie yeah. just before, Elodie and I weren't actually even really 
super close in in high school. We actually didn't really even ha- we I think I was in one group at school, Elodie was in the other group and we didn't really essentially start hanging out until maybe year 12 um when both of the groups combined, was that right? Our groups like merged and then straight after school our groups yeah, our groups merge and then we were always hang like our groups was just massive and we were always hanging out and then shortly after school we all went travelling together so like within our group We've all got like these this history with like traveling and like oh don't you goodness. reckon we all know each other's parents and we all know each other's kind of brothers and sisters and history and like yeah it's like no matter and half half the girls I won't speak to you know for like a few weeks or a month but like I don't like like when you know that person so well or their history or you've been through shit with that person or you've traveled with that person it doesn't really matter how long or like how often you talk and like the relationship's not defined by that especially within our group. There's like subgroups within our group and like, yeah, oh yeah, so many little subgroups and then there's like the randoms that have rung in. Like some of us have, you know, cousins or friends of fr- family friends or like friends that I grew up in my street with and like they'll kind of tag along here and there. Or And then we have some best friends as well um, mm. who, I mean, like I went to two different high schools. When I first started high school, I went to one school and then in year nine I left and went to another school and I like brought some of my friends from my previous school who are now some of our best friends like now through high school like for example our friend Laura who's a professional surfer I've been friends with her since I was like five years old and now she's completely part of our larger group even though Mm. none of them went to school with her it kind of just kind of got brought along and yeah we've just like snowballed into this big juicy group of friends it's Mm. pretty cool and then of course you and me moved away and we've got like Gold Coast friends but then our Gold Coast friends do know our school friends and like when we're all together it all just works you know because our I mean like we just surround ourselves with people who we get along with and then all of our friends seem to just like get along and it, it just kind of all works I don't know it's really cool and I think I was just thinking like when you mentioned travel when we were younger, and I don't know if we've touched on this before in the podcast, but when we were younger and we all turned 21, we did this massive group trip to Mexico and in LA and a few different places. Actually, I'm sure if you search Vegas. the hashtag um, Hustlers, Hustlers Go Global, Go Global. <laughs> there will be some pretty funny photos on we there. So lame. And then all the boys back home, um, what did they? They they created a hashtag called Hustlers, Hustlers Stay, Stay Local. local. <laughs> They were jealous that we were away. No, they were actually like, oh, my gosh, you girls are so fucking lame. Get rid of your stupid hustlers, go global hashtag. And every time they'd go out, they'd just like hashtag hustlers stay local. (laughs) We felt like the biggest knobs. Um, But Um, I guess as you get, as we have gotten older and I think that this would happen with most friendships as well and friendship circles, you Mm. naturally do start dividing and I don't get me wrong when every year, once a year, we will have a big Christmas party and we'll all catch up together. But there are, they are, there are smaller groups within our larger group. And like, there's Mm. no problems with that. It's just people who you gravitate towards. And like, we would talk about this a lot in the, like throughout the episodes that energy doesn't lie. And like some people you just Mm. naturally gravitate towards more so than others. And that's not a problem either because, you know, they gravitate towards different people too. So I I think that that's a really important note that you don't always have Mm. to be, it doesn't have to always be one big happy family. Like it's okay to have smaller groups and run, run in smaller groups as well. Definitely quality over quantity for sure. Like we've always just going to have a small core group or like the people that I talk to every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just in general, like lots of people won't have this big group from school because it is quite rare and I say that we are lucky but a lot of the time it is, it's way more healthy just to not move in big circles like that. There's so much less like less drama and, yeah, so many people do just gravitate to like just one or two people which is super healthy and normal and And I think when you get like big groups or especially when there's like threes and fives, you know, there's always like, oh, there's so, and and like so many different dynamics of people which we'll get into. But yeah, there's always, and especially with girls, like weird, like jealousy things or you can't, because sometimes Chloe and I find we are in this massive group. So if just two or three or four of us want to go out for dinner, 
the rest, well, it's not really like this anymore, but the rest are like, oh, so where is the invite kind of thing? And it's like, well, we didn't want to go out with 20 people tonight. We just wanted to go out with fucking four of us. Like, yeah. you know, there's bits and pieces like that that go on. And-, and I think the older you get as well, it's important to not let that sort of stuff get to you. Like it's like we're 30 totally. now and, yeah, you know, it's, it's so small little things that you should just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, whatever, I'll see you next time. Or it, like don't yeah. take things so much to heart. And I think that that's what I'm learning the older I get um that's like a really great trait not to feel jealous that you're being not included or and I'm sure none of it's intentional I'm sure it's just like you know you're hanging out with someone at the time you're like oh let's go do dinner and it just gets organized like that and it's like not intentional to be leaving people out it's just the way that it goes no Um, yeah and like a few people have also asked like how do you stay in touch with everyone and how how do you always you know know what's going on like because you guys live on the Gold Coast because we live on the Gold Coast most of our girlfriends live in Sydney and we literally where this hustlers thing go comes into play which is so lame (laughs) we've got like a Facebook group and it's called hustlers um and that's like we've had that since we finished school and we've always just had our hustlers the hustlers Facebook group and so we're all in that and we all we, we used to be more chatty on that but now we've 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 evolved towards now, that cause it's, yeah because <laughs> yeah, the group it keeps expanding and it's like mm, there's so many like subgroups within now and like we're just so much older and people have babies and you know like yeah, sometimes so our chats chatting. sometimes our chats like the fun like all fun well I guess not everyone's like I feel like because most of oh. our friends are having babies or have just had babies or are pregnant, um, most of the chat isn't about partying and having going out and go, getting loose anymore. It's about like what Dyson did you get or like what vacuum, what vacuum cleaner can you recommend? <laughs> funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like we're talking about furniture and f- shit Plants like that rather and- than like all just the gossip from the weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, but so to to kind of move on and with within this episode, something that I've heard a few times and I've read a few times in books that I've read is a quote, um, and it says, "Friends are around for a reason, a season, or a lifetime." And I really thought that we should. I really resonate with that, and both Elle and I mm-hmm. were like, "Let's base this whole conversation around." just that, the different types of friendships that you may have um, and we'll delve into each of them and then talk about friendship breakups towards the end. Um, Yeah, I really resonated with that, the reason, season or lifetime. So like friends that come into your life for a reason would be for like a particular phase during your life. Um, It might just be a short time and they're there for like a specific purpose usually. So you might be going through something, you might be grieving or you might be going, you might be setting up a business or you know, and and you need help or advice or guidance from someone, um, usually that person's there for like a purpose to help you through that transition. And then they could go on to become a lifetime friend, but a lot of the time it's like they were kind of there for that reason. You were helping them or they were helping you and then it was no longer required. Um, And you like, yeah, and then you kind of understand and realise they were just just there for that and they really helped you and that was a brief period and they were great. Or, yeah, you go on to become a lifelong friend with them. Um, And then I guess the next sort of friendship tier that we wanted to talk about are friends for the season. And that's like the ones that are whether they're for a few months, a few years, basically a season in your life. And that could be to do with school or uni or like sports groups or through like another common connection. And I, I guess once your life moves away from that common interest, so, for example, when I was younger, I used to play netball when I was at high when I was in school and we used to do that every weekend. You had your friends that you used to play netball in your netball team. You were like best mates. You mm. used to hang out every single weekend. But once we got older and we moved away from that common interest, the friendship kind of, you know, dissolved and we, you know, you got your you went your certain ways. And that's when that friendship sort of reaches its end. You don't necessarily even might not even have any contact with them in the future, but that that's just you can really identify that sort of seasonal friendship I feel like those are kind of like the flavor of the month friends like you might be dating a guy and you're really close with his sister because you've you've dated him for like a few years or you know you're really close with the family or you're playing as you said like yeah you're playing a sport and you're really close with the teammate but as soon as you break up with that person or you finish playing the sport you maybe just because you don't see them all the time you fizzle out you run out like you, you don't have that common interest 
Um, yeah, I think that that one's a good one because I that you can really differentiate between the reason the season and then the lifetime friendship. And like, yeah. it's okay to have those small ba- bursts of friendship and you don't need to be like, oh, get sad about going your separate ways because, yeah, like I said, you can identify what that reason of that, like they're really in your life for a purpose and then it kind of goes the other way or you go separate yeah. ways. Yeah, it's super interesting when you break it down because it makes me think about like, there, there is so many people that were in my life for, yeah, a reason and a season. Like, season. like I did heaps of sport or growing up and then like the reason, friends, I've been thinking lately like I really think Lottie, for example, we've come into each other's life for a reason because we're helping each other grieve and transition through our grief and like we're learning so much about ourselves as we're doing that. But at the same token, I don't think we'll fizzle out because like, I don't, I don't think what we're going to reach this acceptance phase where we're fine. I think we actually have grown. We we definitely started as a reason friend, but I'm sure we're going to become lifelong friends. I have a good example. As, um, yeah. I've got a really good example of the reason friendship as well. When I went through my, I think it was my third round of IVF um, when I was here in Australia and there's like a group chat or a group on Facebook that is Dr. Ong's um like everyone that's been treated by him. And I think, I don't know if it was myself that posted, but when I had my, my that transfer that time, I was like, oh, I just had my transfer on this day. Do I have any transfer buddies that like are in locally that. in the area? And I, I met this girl, um, this beautiful young girl. She was like in her early 20s, I think, and she just, she'd had recurrent miscarriages and she just literally lived up the street for me. And at that point we are both, um, I think we were both, both waiting to find I think we're both in the two-week wait or we're both waiting and we we're just like oh my god this is amazing we're literally due on the same day and like we're going to be able to go through this journey together and blah 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 and she went on to actually just had her baby only a few weeks ago so that for me was like a real that friendship like we you know if I walk past her I'd say hello to her on the street but that was like a proper reason friendship like we I'm sure yeah. if 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 I ended up following through with that pregnancy and I didn't have the miscarriage, we would have been lifetime lifetime friends because we would have yeah, had babies at the exact together. same age. But I had, naturally we just had to go our separate ways because I had miscarried, and it was it was quite a triggering friendship and a triggering mm. even like obviously we've got so many friends that are having babies right now, and that is triggering for me. But this one in particular, when she had her baby only a few weeks ago, it was like it kind of hit home hard because I was like, "Fuck, that was like my due date." Like that was like I we were. It really put like a like a pin to a time, and like I don't know, it was it's a yeah. weird one. And now I see her well, now with was... her baby, and I'm like, "Fuck, I can't believe I'm still here with no baby." And like, but wow. you know, I that's like a perfect example of a reason friendship. That's a really good example of like she, you guys were there for a purpose for each other. You were, yeah. do you know what? You were literally there for each other just to get through that two week wait, essentially. Yeah. And you didn't, you, yeah, it wasn't good news for you at the end of that two week wait. Um, and, but you felt not alone through it. Just, yeah. It just sucked at the end. But it wasn't like you had to have a, some breakup chat and be like, oh, I don't want to no, be friends anymore. It was no, just like, hey, this is going to fizzle out because we, we were chatting through the two-week wait and we're kind of over the two-week wait now, so let's drift apart. But it wasn't even obviously yeah, you know, yeah, chat about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's the friends for a lifetime, which are like your sisters, like Chloe. I mean, mm. we yeah, you and me are friends for a lifetime. We've got heaps. We've got a, a bunch of friends that I am just so confident in that they are going to be around me forever. Like, you know, those friends, and this is how I want to put it, like, you you never you're never questioning the validity of your friendship. You're never walking away thinking like, "Fuck, oh, they said some weird shit." Like, oh, I feel you know you know like energy doesn't lie. You you leave. How does a friend make you feel when I leave my really close friends? I just feel super light. You don't you don't want to leave feeling like heavy and like you're you're questioning yourself and yeah. You know, I feel like that with you and me because we're so honest and we're just like if I don't speak to you for a week you're not cut but if I speak to you every day that's completely normal like it just nothing's based on how often we speak or what I've done for you this week or what you've done for me this week it's just like gonna be there for you no matter what and especially Um, with my travel like I'm over like the last five to six years I've spent overseas so I have like a lot of these friends like that exact friendship type where I might not need to speak to you obviously we speak 
most days. Um, but my like all the rest of the girls that I am close with, we don't need to speak every other day. But like when we do speak, it's just like we we never we you know there was no time loss like we just hit off straight yeah. where we um there was but there's another one one of our other friends that we went to school with um she was actually living in LA for a while and I was over there and I, I swear to god I hadn't seen her for maybe like three or four years and um she was like one of my best mates in school because we were both nerds and we were like in the smart classes <laughs> and I we never really caught up in LA but because we hadn't seen each other for so long but then one day when we did catch up it was like oh my God, like I feel like I have not missed a beat. Like we mm. we have like we hit off right where we left off. And I love, I love it's such a good feeling. Yeah. Like you get such a kick out of that. You're like, fuck, where like how have Fully. we not hung out more? Like you you just feel so good yeah. when you leave them. I love that. It's the best. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I I hate it when you're like, oh, I've really got a call. Like on the other spectrum, I hate it when you like, there's someone that you, I've really got a call, but oh, it's going to be such a long chat because we haven't spoken in ages. And I feel like I need to like warm up to that friend. It's going to be a process. Like I hate shit like that. Like those, I mean, that, I think, I think people always have those friends, but to me, they're not like those, those really, I don't know. Friendships have to be easy. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I feel like I, you know, you're going to be angry at me because I haven't spoken to you for a little while. I've had this and that on. And when we speak, it's going to be like, you know, this period where it's like, we got to catch up for ages before we get into the swing of things, you know? Yeah. I feel like I want to practice practice more like short and sweet combos as well like I I you know we sometimes like you know it, it's different as well with us living on uh, on the Gold Coast like we don't see our friends down in Sydney as often but like when you do have the conversations you know they have to be an hour long and sometimes like Fuck, I yeah. haven't actually got I've got you got to really carve out time to have that phone call so I, I want to like talking on the phone I feel I like it. I'd be so much more stoked if I could have like more frequent short and sweet conversations than like mm. one big two-hour conversation well I'm yeah I'll I'll speak to heaps of the girls every single day for five minutes on the phone and like yeah, they're usually the ones that I'm seeing all the time, like most days, but then it'll be those people that I don't speak to for like three weeks or a month that you have to have that one long as fuck conversation um, and like nut everything out, which like That's where you know, voice notes lovely. are kind of good. I do oh, like that. Voice notes are the With my best. hands, I like haven't been able to type properly, so I've been sending heaps of voice notes to people because it's like they don't have any opportunity or you don't have any opportunity to like answer back. It's just yes. like you say your thing, then you respond when you want to respond and it doesn't go. I mean, mind you, sometimes yeah. the voice notes are like two minutes and I'm sure Elodie's like, I'm not fucking listening to that. That's like, That can no, stay in the, it the is too good. hard basket. <laughs> No, I save all my voice notes up for when I'm in the car and I can listen to everyone and then, yeah, I just press the button on my car and, like, respond and it's just so much. I hate texting. I like a quick phone call, get to the point, don't fucking fluff around, especially at the moment I don't have time. No. You <laughs> oh, I love it when Minnie starts screaming in, in a chat that I, like, can't be fucked with. You need I'm to like, just get a recording. Yeah, no, nah, i got to go Minnie chat or she's screaming. i got to change her nappy, like, see ya. I'll Even if you, you haven't got Minnie, you just need to get a little recording of Minnie screaming. Like, Shit, Minnie's, <laughs> Minnie's losing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully everyone's going to be listening to, like, the girls who listen will be like, oh, Fucky. Not that many of them listen. Yeah. <laughs> we discovered that one. My <laughs> friend is sick, you know, sick of hearing about us. That's oh. funny because I was literally just about to say the lifetime friends are those ones that <laughs> you feel that are genuinely stoked to you and they genuinely want you to do well. Do you ever feel like, you know, you, I think people, like I've had this so many times and, I mean, you, people, you'll know through life like, people listening and going in and out of different friendships or friendship groups there's there is especially with girls there's friends that like you might get this sense like oh I don't know if they're genuinely happy for me or I think they're a bit jealous or you know you just know when someone's just so they just they like empowering you they just so badly want to see you succeed and do well yeah I love that and I've always believed in that in business I think it's so important to be able to like boost your friends up and boost like even if they're not your friends you know support like not just necessarily women but support other people in business (laughs) 
sometimes, just back to what I was saying before, sometimes like we'll be like, I haven't haven't spoken to that person in a while. I feel like people with friendships that they value need to not do that. Like they need to go, oh, okay, let's self-reflect. Have I checked in on that person? Like I know I'm thinking, I always think I'm going through a lot. However, I'm I'm always thinking, hey, I don't know what so-and-so might be going through and maybe yeah, they haven't checked in on me, but hey, have I checked in on them? Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not a comparison with what I'm going through and what they're going through. Like, you know, I think it's easy to be like, oh, they're not talking to me, but hey, are you talking to them? Like send your fucking friend a love heart, check in on them. Like it's not yeah. all about, it's not, it takes totally. two to tango basically. So that's a really important one to remember is self-reflection and Chumpy always taught me that. And I think another Another point as well with these lifelong friendships, I, it's and the way to like decipher the ones that are like actually meant to be your lifetime friends mm. or they were just actually a season. It's like you really need to, like you said, evaluate how you feel around these people. If you're questioning the friendship or you leave and like you know you leave their their mm. space and you feel uneasy or you feel exhausted or you feel drained, you don't need to completely get rid of them altogether, but you just have to understand that maybe I need to dis- distance yeah. myself a little bit or maybe I need to focus my yeah. energy on friends that actually bring me up and make me feel good when I'm with them. And yeah. that's okay because, like I said, we're getting the older you get, the more you need to yeah. – you don't need to have a million friends. You just have to – it's quali- quality over quantity, I think. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that I a lot. I feel like I've – yeah, and then you can like – um categorize friends in terms of like what you do with them like friends that you go walking with or friends that I hang out with because I have a dog or friends that you go drinking with like you know there's like but people I think are there sometimes for different purposes and you talk about certain things with that friend and other things with that friend and yeah because you know sometimes there is like people serve different purposes and you can you can serve different purposes for your friends. So I think just acknowledging that like some sometimes someone will really piss me off and I'm like, mm, I'm just not going to go there with that friend. That friend is good for, you know, X, Y and Z but not if I want advice or to talk to about this, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or those friends that are really good one-on-one but like, hey, in a group, not, not they just, they They're piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, so, I identifying how how you want to act with that particular friend because like sometimes it's not worth losing the friendship over it's just being careful of how they are and how you are and how you guys the dynamic between you two and just like working around the best way that that's going to work for both of you yeah i mean and then mm. on that note and a lo- and, and and something that a lot of you guys actually wrote in and wanted us to discuss was friendship breakups now this is like this is a hard one because I feel like sadly some friendships do d- die or they do fizzle when people have big life changing events for example death or going through you know going through a mental you know suffering from a mental illness suffering from depression some people just physically cannot support you through these sort of different changes in your life for me IVF I've um like it's it's not a bad thing. I don't think going through a friendship breakup isn't necessarily can be seen mm. as a bad thing. Sometimes you do just have to identify that 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 they were there for a purpose, and then you kind of yeah. move your separate ways. But I've like recently gone through something like this with one of our really great friends, and you know, I it was hard because like I just felt like a you know there there wasn't the support there or the more not so much the support the understanding. Um, mm. of like what I was going through or what I needed in that person and it just was like too much and there was no like effort to yeah. try and kind of savor it. And that's okay like because like I said, everyone, everyone's going through their own thing and you just yeah. have to understand that. Um, but it took like yeah. nine months. Honestly, it was seriously like it was, it was actually worse. Sometimes it's, well, it's 100% worse than breaking up with a boyfriend for sure. <laughs> I think well, that's so. just the thing. Friendships are literally relationships, so it's completely normal for a relationship to end because you know you, people cheat on each other, people fuck up, people talk about each other behind your their backs. Like you know, there are there's shit like that going on all the time, especially within big groups. And you know, people do fuck you over, and you 
you do have to put your foot down eventually like with a boyfriend and just say hey I don't think you've got my best interest at heart or I don't think you're you care about my issues like I feel like I'm always there for you or you always there for me like it's just so fair enough that this shit happens because sometimes two people are just not meant to be and I think I think yeah that definitely is really hard and awkward and especially with a lifelong friend you're you will have to probably identify it and talk to each other about it. I mean, you could just literally drift apart and then that's fucking awkward when you run into each other and shit. But I think if it's a lifelong friendship, nut it out, like write it, like maybe a phone call is awkward, but write it all down. If I can tell that person, I mean, I feel like when I was going through it, the best way that I I found I would sometimes choke on the phone and like I'm, Mm. I'm a very like, empathetic and an emotional person and especially with going through so much IVF my hormones are raging so I found it really hard to speak on the phone to this person about any of my problems or like about why they had hurt me because I would always end up in tears and then things Mm. were said and like I just couldn't cope so the best way for me and I think that would work for most of you and I, I think that works for Elle is like get sit down, write it down, send it in a message, send it in an email. That way, mm-hmm. like your whole, everything that you want to get out is on paper. There's no confusion. It gives the other person the opportunity to read it, understand how you feel. They can try and put themselves in your position and then they can come back to you um, with, you know, with their with what they want to say, whether it's an apology or whether, you know, they have their side and they want to explain to you how they're feeling and, and you know, that that's just the way it is you can go back and forth a few times and then it just might it might be just that closure you need um yeah and then you can move on and that's sort of similar to what happened you know I something just shifted in me though when I like I was so sad and so it went on and on and on and then it just one day I just clicked and I'm like you know what like I've got nothing bad to say like I don't I genuinely cherish that friendship I did more shit with this person than I had done with any of my other girlfriends than any other boyfriend. Like I've traveled the world and some, you know, I look at these photos and I just smile and I'm like, yeah, that person served a major purpose in my life. Yeah. Like for amazing reasons. I've had more fun than mm. with that person than I probably have had with anyone else in my life, but that's okay. Like I'm mm. doing different things now. We're both going different ways and that's just, that's okay. That's how it is. Um, it's sad, feel- but it, it it is just reality of it all. Yeah, yeah. That's like that. You went through like the proper grieving a friend. Like you actually oh. did go through phases like anger and like just you were just so sad. And I guess now you definitely did. Pro- you've you've actually have reached a, sp- a place where you've just like accepted it, mm-hmm. and you just remember it for the good times. I think now, and yeah. you're so mature about the whole thing. So. Um, if there is a group situation or you do have to see that person, you'll like, you know, fuck, we're all adults now. So it's just hi, no, like, you know, we don't need to talk about it anymore. It is what it is. And yeah, yeah I just I think would never if, be if rude are- or anything like that. I'd always say hello. I probably wouldn't sit next yeah. to the person, but it's important to not make it uncomfortable. Yeah. for the other friends in our group because essentially we're we're within a in, within a larger group mm. and it is uncomfortable for other people so I think if you if you do go through a friendship breakup and you and you're yeah. the person that you're having this breakup with are in a in a larger group you don't need to even nut it out mm. with that person just be a big a big girl and go to these group events sit at different ends of the table but don't make it uncomfortable for your other friends because that's just silly yeah I, you really have had a big shift, Chloe. I'm so freaking proud of you. It's like a weight's lifted off your shoulder as well, so that's epic. So, like, out with the old, in with the new, and it's quality over quantity. That's what it is. Um, actually, I was just thinking, and I just, I like, I've done this completely and friends do this all the time and, like, any, like, I think everyone listening will have been there or will have friends that have been there. So, when you're in a relationship, like a, a love love relationship, like you've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend, um, I just massive piece of advice, don't dog your friends when you've started a new relationship. I know you're in the honeymoon period and I know you fucking love that person so much and you're all giddy and you're all frothing on this new relationship. But trust me, when, when you break up or if you break up, you're going to come running back to your friends and that is... 
that is that does it is a bit awkward and that they'll be like oh sweet now you want us because now you're sad and you don't have that person but you've just dogged us for the past like year or two years or however long I feel like as well, some people need to like understand that sometimes re- your actual love relationships can be toxic for your friendship relationships because your partner has like mm. these all these opinions on like people and they get in your ear and like they they can they can sway you know I, mm. it doesn't happen all the time but sometimes there's people there's partners that I feel like can be jealous of 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 the friendships that you have with your with your girl a hundred percent yeah yeah we've had that in our group and stuff and I think um just bite the bullet at the start get your friends to meet your boyfriend make it intertwined get everyone to be friends they are if they don't get along they don't get along I think if if your friends don't like your boyfriend you're blind like I mean this is okay sometimes they could be jealous or you are blindsided by love and infatuation sometimes if your friends don't like your boyfriend um take that on a little bit and figure out why especially if they're those really good sisterhood friends Mm. that you fucking love because the people that you surround yourself with are are like you know the types of people you surround yourself with are a massive reflection of you and I feel like we've got these crazy weird radars we've got these friendship radars where you're like hmm I don't know about that yeah (laughs) but then again it does take time to get to know someone so also don't judge a book by its cover but I just I yeah there's so many times where you see friends just kind of put all their eggs in one basket and not have time for like their lifelong friends just because they've got this new flavor of the month boyfriend or something like that and I just I just never I I never like that I just never think it's healthy and I'm like and and I hate it when like I hate it when I see a friend being controlled by their boyfriend and they feel like they can't come and see their friends because that happens all the fucking time and it's just it's just weird it's like I would, I would, you know, like let, I think a relationship is about being two people being the best person that they can for each other. And the same goes for a friendship. So don't be jealous. Just embrace each other's want and desire to still hang out with their friend or, or yeah, boyfriend and just like make them feel empowered. And I don't know. I just, do you know what I mean? Like people do get controlling and Mm. jealous and they try and, I just think stuff like that. Stuff like just that just pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just think about that shit when you get in a new relationship. Don't dog your friends. Is all I've got to say. Because <laughs> you will go crawling back to them. You will. You're going to regret that because you're going to feel like a dickhead. The other thing is, is this is fucking funny. I don't even. I swear the, the episode's not even about this, but this happens all the time. You know when you know when you're in a relationship and. I'm definitely not speaking from my um, my my personal relationship, but I'm talking, you know, when friends are in a relationship and they come to you and they're like, oh, he's done this, he's done this, fuck him, da 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 And you're like, yeah, you deserve better, rah, 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 rah. So you, like, start to hate that person because the way they're treating their friend, your friend, but then they they always bloody go back, don't they? And then you have to then hang out with them and you're like, oh, my God, we hate this person, we've been through that. So oh my God, at the same yes. token try not to get too involved yeah. in other people's relationships mm-hmm. like be there as an ear but try not to say too much shit about their partner because like they always fucking crawl back don't they and then you <laughs> you feel like this is awkward i know all this shit and i and i kind of resent you for not like thinking better of yourself and trusting yourself and trusting that you can do better or getting out of it do you know what I mean? Yeah, just no, stuff like exactly that. I feel like that's happening mean. under our no- noses all the freaking time. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's really never important. bloody ending. It's really it's a good it's a good trait to be able to listen. I just think stuff like like dynamics, people, the way that they are, like, are just so interesting. Like the way that people act and think and feel and just yeah, and that, like like there's so many different character traits and. I don't know. You could talk to, for ages about yes, the types of people we are. For sure, a hundred layers to friendships, and I we obviously yep. won't be speaking about every single one of them today. But I feel like you kind of have got a really good insight of our friendships with our group, with our friends, and you know they. It, yeah, blows my mind it, how people ask us every day. Can you tell us about your friends? And I'm like. Fuck, what do you want to know? <laughs> but just understand it's obviously 
never it's never like sunshine it's not always sunshine and rainbows every friendship Mm. group like you know it's not it's definitely not perfect and it's something that you need to work on just like a relationship with with a partner Mm. um that you just it doesn't just come hand in hand um it's it yeah you definitely need to reach out you need to talk to these people I think that one of my my number one traits that I really really value is empathy I feel like I've got a lot of empathy for a lot of people it's really important to be able to you might not agree with everything that they do but it's really important to be able to put Mm. yourself in their shoes and try and understand why you're having this shift or why you're having these feelings towards that person and if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be you don't have to have hatred or you don't have to have you know yeah bad mouth them to other people you know you just have to identify that move on Mm. and actually put your energy into relationships and friendships. Key takings from today, guys, energy does not lie. Surround yourself with people that you would like to reflect in yourself. Um, People that you surround yourself will shape and mould you. So my, I actually have realised that my best friends, I'm actually inspired by them and I want nothing but the best of them. I want to empower you. If you're telling me good news, I'm just as happy about it for you as you are for you about it. Like, We need to be each other's cheerleaders. Welcome to our Asking for a Friend segment. Yes, Asking for a Friend. (laughs) You ask, we tell right here, right now. So if you have a question, you can head to the link in our bio on Instagram or we'll put it in our show notes. Send us the questions and we will answer them for your ear holes. Should I forgive a friend who's burnt me and hurt me multiple times over the years? I think if they've done it multiple times, they've made it pretty clear that you need to, that's like a bit of a red flag, get rid of that mm. friend. They're definitely not in that relationship for the for, like for the best. Um, yeah. But, however, if they are in, if they kind of do it once and they have one big stuff up, I do think that, yeah. If they have an explanation and then they, you know, they really, really make a big effort, not just a little one, not just like one text message, that's not an effort, mm. a big effort in trying to get your friendship back, I do believe that you should be able to forgive them. But multiple times, no, nah, see ya. Yeah, see ya. Give them the flick. They obviously don't have your best interest if they do it over and over again. Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. Um, okay, I have one for you. My friend has just started dating my ex. What do I do? <laughs> That's a hard one. I I think it depends how you broke up with your ex. Like, are you and your ex still friends? Is it is obviously if she's asked that, probably not, and it's it's fucking awkward. So I'd say, oh, it's a really hard one because you want to. And have it those, depends how like, close the friend, friend is. Because, like, mm. if it was, like, a friend that's yeah. in your close friendship circle, even if it's, like, one year that you've been broken up or 10 years that you've been broken up, if one of my friends dated my ex, even though I haven't dated mm. him since I was, like, 20, and then we have to start hanging out in the same friendship group, <laughs> that is fucking weird. There's, I would be so off that. I'd yeah. be like, you can, like, I can't be friends with you. I think that that's 100%. But if it's, like... Yeah, if, if, it's, it, like if, a, it's a, if it's an acquaintance friend, I think it's okay. Like if it's yeah, not someone like, that you see all the time and not in your immediate circle and depending on like were you friends with that person when like were you friends you were with that friend with that. when you were with that person, I think exactly. that it's, it's a borderline thing. I think that that's a no-no. But if you weren't friends with that friend when you were dating them at all, but it's mm. also just like going back to that, I think it's also really awkward when you actually have to hang out with your ex. I don't. Mind no, you, but also just because, friends, like we, I see, I see him like every now and then at parties, and like I love chatting with him, like I love catching up with him about what he, how his family and stuff is. But we would never mm. like hang out. If one of my friends was dating him, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> yeah, because also girlfriends, you like to talk about your relationships, like sex and and like your problems and things like that. And it's like you don't want to fucking hear about that when that's your ex, you know? Yeah, it's so. It's weird one. It definitely depends on the closeness of the friendship. Um, but if, if you can't deal with it, then you don't have to deal with it. You don't need to hang out with them anymore. You can just say, hey, this is a bit hard for me. Um, all the best to you, though. I mean, look. <laughs> Good luck. Like, yeah, you might lose a friend, though, and that kind of sucks. So, yeah. Um, I had another one for you, didn't I? Yeah, you got one more. Okay. I like this one. <laughs> 
my friend copies literally everything I do. I don't want a clone. I just want her to be her. That's weird. That no, is but that's weird. so common. Have you not had that? Really? I feel like no. Yeah, and it's fucking annoying when someone copies you. But it is annoying, like, actually. Like if someone no, did something, everything the same as you, you'd be like, okay, can you be? Yeah, exactly, be you. And it'd like, be hard not to get annoyed, but you do just have to take it as a compliment and be like, they just fucking love me. Yeah, but what you did just we want just your say? friend imitation to be is like them. The biggest form of flattery, or something like that, which is so yeah, exactly. So I would just say, take it in your stride. Take it as a compliment, um, even I though I think it would if be it gets really annoying. bad, though, if it if it is really excessive, I think it is like we we I think that you do need to sit down and have mm. a conversation with that person because if it continues, that could be like an end of a friendship because that would be really yeah. annoying. So yeah. I think sit down, write a message like we said before, write a text message, address it, and then yeah. if the person um, has a problem with it, then. You know, you, you just need to be able to put yourself in each other's shoes because they might have a good explanation. Maybe they like the same clothes as you or maybe that, you know. And no, but can- it's, yeah, but it's it's funny because it's like that problem is not really a problem. It's more just a problem. Like it's it's yourself and the way you're controlling how you react to something, yeah, whereas you could just true. be like, oh, who cares? They're just copying everything I do. But like oh, I don't need to have, I don't, like I can control what I think about it. But in saying that, I remember when I was younger and you know what like young girls are like, we were teenagers, but my friend used to copy everything I did. Like, you know, if we were out to breakfast, what are you going to order? I don't know what to order. And I'd be oh like, oh, I'm just getting the, I'm getting the eggs Benedict. So she'd have to copy. And I'd be Stop. like, bro, find your own fucking meal. Like get your own shit. Don't just copy <laughs> me. You might feel like granola, but because I've got this, you have to have that. And I'm like, it just used to annoy me, but now that I think back, like, why the hell would I let that bother me? I'm just like, this, Nothing you know, like. Nothing bothers you anymore. It's, it's not really my problem. It's, it's yeah, it, it is my problem because it's just, yeah. It's you don't need to let things like that bother you. you just fucking take them in your stride. <laughs> just yeah. laugh because it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh. wraps up our little segment. Uh, we'll speak to you guys next week. Bye. Love you guys. Oh.